Well, hey, good afternoon again. This is Adrian Boykin and Carney E. Free Church, our weekday devotional. I hope you can hear me now. We had a little bit of trouble with the microphone. That's why we're a little bit later getting started today. But again, my name is Adrian Boykin, and this is the Carney E. Free weekday devotional, something that we've been trying to do Monday through Friday uh, at noontime and just spend a, f a few minutes together looking at a number of community updates for all of us to know about as well as prayer requests that you might have. We welcome you if you'd like to write in any prayer requests that you have. A uh, member of our prayer team, our staff, will be sure to pray over those uh, right now. Uh, as a reminder, as we are praying over those requests, if it's a general request, you probably uh, can go ahead and leave that here at um, our Facebook live site. If it's a more specific request, we'd encourage you to write in to uh, prayer at carneyefree.com and you can give us the specifics of that or call us at the church 308-237-5968 and we are seeking to pray over our church needs and community needs as those come in and then also just provide again a little update and um, a brief devotional each day Monday through Friday at your lunch hour. So if you want to take a break from your social media scroll right now, by all means, uh, you're welcome to sit here with us and join us for 15-20 uh, minutes as we spend a little bit of time together in the scriptures and hopefully learn together a bit as uh, we take a break from, from work and the social media scroll. My name is Adrian Boykin. I'm one of the pastors here at Carney E. Free. And it is a delight to be with you today. Uh, today's devotional, which I'll be leading on, I've just titled it Two Wings of Truth. Uh, one of the common questions the, that you feel right now as a Christian is, how do I respond to all that's going on around me? I want to reach out. I want to connect with people. I want to touch people. Uh, spiritually at the very least, if not physically. Um, and yet at the same time, we have a natural feeling of fear and needing to retreat and to protect and go into isolation. And some of that is even, of course, government mandated now. So how do we navigate these two wings of truth at the same time, which are really critical for us as Christians to take proper precautions and yet at the same time, Jesus said all the time, pick up your cross and follow me. So like go into the hard places and reach out to people who are in need and make a difference because this is not a consumeristic religion in any way. Uh, the gospel of Jesus Christ is inherently about sacrifice. So we're going to look at those two wings of truth here for, for just a moment today. I'll start by sharing a little story. 15 years ago, shortly after I married my lovely wife Susie, we went to her home uh, country, her family's home country of India. And we spent some time visiting her grandparents there and aunts and uncles in South India and then an aunt and uncle who lead a uh, K through 12 school and a medical mission clinic which later became a hospital and a wonderful Christian mission to an area of South India as well. Spent about a week with them and then we went up north and did some travels uh, to uh, a couple different places. And one of the places that I wanted to be sure that we went to up north was Mother Teresa's Home for the Dying in Calcutta, India. And that remains to this day one of the most profound experiences of my life to go to Mother Teresa's Home for the Dying in Calcutta. 
You walk up to the home for the dying, and as you do so, you literally walk next to hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people in their final weeks with tuberculosis or AIDS or leprosy. And they've come to lay down. Uh, sometimes they have cushions, but other times just laying down on the bricks outside of Mother Teresa's home for the dying in the hopes that perhaps one of the Indian nurses there with very simple medical training but very faithful Indian nurses and the Sisters of Charity there would come out to those bricks and pick them up and give them nursing and relieve some of their pain but give them the ministry of presence as they die. And people who would go there know that they're not going to live. Uh, they know their, their final weeks. And as you enter into Mother Teresa's home for the dying and you meet with different sisters of charity, the first thing that you see as you enter into the building and see hundreds of people being cared for is a sign on the wall that says there are a few ministries more important than helping someone die with dignity. There are a few ministries more important than helping someone die with dignity. And if you can imagine, not just Mother Teresa, of course she's the most famous, but all of those Sisters of Charity and many other nurses and many volunteers putting their arm around someone with tuberculosis or AIDS or leprosy as they were dying. And that's what they would do throughout the day to help those people die with dignity, to pray with them, to care for them spiritually and physically, to help minimize some pain. It was to this day one of the most profound experiences and demonstrations of love that I have ever seen. Um, our goal is to help people to die with dignity. We pray that it would not ever come to that here, but I think it's worthy of reflecting on that. That's genuine Christianity. That's Christianity in action. It's not consumeristic. It's sacrificial. It's not about getting. It's about giving. And um, I, I, I think that's one of the things that will come out of the time that we're in right now. The church is going to be reminded that genuine Christianity is not about getting. It's about giving. It's about sacrifice, not about consumerism. You fast forward, uh, or actually rewind rather, as the case may be, to the time of the plague in the 1300s. And if you know your history, you might remember the plague hit Europe again and again and again. And there were these peaks that would hit Europe from the 1300s up until the mid-1500s and even beyond. And it's estimated that over the course of a couple hundred years, 40 to 50 percent of uh, Europe died from uh, the original bubonic plague and then the many other successive uh, strands of that as it peaked again and again over the course of the centuries. Martin Luther, the great Reformation leader, was leading in Germany in that, during this time and there was another swell of plague in, in 1527 and he was asked for his response, or, uh, what are you going to do during this time, Martin Luther? And, and he responded in an amazing letter. And I just want to share with you one quote from it. God mercifully to protect us. Then I shall fumigate 
and help purify the air. I shall administer medicine and take it. I shall avoid places and persons where my presence is not needed in order not to become contaminated and thus perchance inflect, inflict and pollute others and so cause their death as a result of my negligence. It's quite a word to um, our culture today across the world. Some people just choose to be negligent and defy government orders. Uh, this was Martin Luther, almost 500 years, talking about it in a much more drastic situation than we could possibly imagine right now. Um, he goes on to say this, If God should wish to take me, he will surely find me. And I have done what he has expected of me, and so I am not responsible for either my own death or the death of others. If my neighbor needs me, however, I shall not avoid place or person, but will go freely for my neighbor. See, this as such a God-fearing faith, because it is neither brash nor foolhardy and does not tempt God. Uh, friends, these are those two wings of truth that I was talking about. We're called to care for any person who is made in the image of God, which means anyone and everyone that we might meet. We're, we're care, called to care for anyone. Our primary calling is to love God with all we got and then to love our neighbors with all we got. And so if you're in a medical provision, profession right now, thank you for operating in the calling that God has for you in this very moment with courage knowing that God is with you, that God is for you, that you are strong when others are weak. Thank you for going out and caring for others who might be hurting right now. Go with Christ and we are praying for you. If you have a neighbor who is hurting, um, God might use you, ordinary you, ordinary me. God might use us to provide basic uh, nursing for our neighbor at some time. And if God would call us to do that, give us courage to do that. That's true Christianity. Or maybe it's just going shopping for that person or running prescription runs for, for that person. And we don't self-isolate away from them because Christianity is not mostly about self-protection. It's mostly about sacrificing for, for the needs of other people. And so we are called to these two wings of truth and we hold them in tension in this very moment to help our neighbors, to love our neighbors, to help anyone who might be in need right now, and also to exercise responsibility and caution as we're guided to a great degree right now by our state and the Centers of Disease Control and others. And I just encourage you to live in that caution right now, to exercise the high five that we're talking about right now, all those high five ways of staying clean and hygienic and all of that and social distancing. Yes, that's a loving thing to do, not just for yourself, but for your neighbor. That's a beautiful thing to do. And then if God happens to bring to you someone who is hurting financially or physically or otherwise that you could care for them, by all means, glory to God, this is your opportunity here and now to serve. And God knows you and he numbers each of our days. And so we trust him and we serve full-heartedly, without fear. This is what God calls us to as Christians. This is loving, not sacrifice. Excuse me, this is loving, sacrifice, not consumption.
giving, not consuming. God gave himself that we would also give of ourselves even this moment for, for others. Let, let me close here with a little word from a beautiful scripture. It comes from Romans 12, and this is the most applicational chapter in the book of Romans. And uh, just a few verses, the Apostle Paul is moving from deep theology to how is it applied by Christians today. And we sometimes forget that all of the New Testament is written behind the backdrop of suffering. Suffering is normative for Christians. It's normative across the world. We've kind of been shielded by it, but it's normal to experience suffering. And yet we live with a different kind of hope than most people do because of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Here's what the Apostle Paul says. He says, Love must be sincere. Hate what is evil. Cling to what is good. Be devoted to one another in love. Honor one another above yourselves. Never be lacking in zeal, but keep your spiritual fervor serving the Lord. Yeah, that's what I want to do. I want to keep my spiritual fervor in this time serving the Lord. Be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, faithful in your prayers. Don't quit. Share with the Lord's people who are in need. Practice hospitality. Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse them. People aren't going to understand what you do as a Christian right now. Bless them and do not curse them. Rejoice with those who rejoice and also mourn with those who mourn. One thing that I try to do as I seek to follow Christ and people come to me with all different kinds of emotions is I try to match their emotions and maybe just to give a little bit additional note of hope. So I don't try to rejoice with someone who's mourning. That wouldn't be sensitive. That wouldn't be loving to them. I mourn with those who are mourning. And I rejoice with those who are rejoicing. But I always give a note of hope because the resurrection wins in the end for us and for all who trust in Christ. So rejoice with those who rejoice. Mourn with those who mourn. Live in harmony with one another. Do not be proud, but be willing to associate with people of low position. This, again, is the Apostle Paul just giving us these two beautiful wings of truth. We practice caution, and yet we sacrifice for others in need, and we seek to reach out in any way that we can. Right now, reaching out looks differently. It might be writing letters to people, sending personalized text messages to people that you're thinking about, uh, leaving notes on your neighbor's doors, Making phone calls, letting your neighbors know though, that you're thinking about them, though, that you love them, that you care for them. Pastor Jordan with our youth ministry is trying to organize a service right now that people who are in nursing homes would be called by people in our church. Nursing home folks are so isolated right now. And to match a student in student ministry or a family at a student ministry to call someone in a nursing home, check in with them once or twice a week, what a gift during time of isolation. That's part of how we practice hospitality right now. That's, practice, that's part of how we would love one another right now. That's part of how we would rejoice with those who rejoice and mourn with those who mourn. And so I, I'm praying for you that you keep living genuine Christianity in this season. As difficult as it is, we practice these two different wings of truth. We exercise caution, and yet ours is a risk-taking God who seeks to reach out to those who are in need in this season. Grateful for you, and uh, appreciate you tuning in for that brief devotional time today at your lunch hour. 
allow me to share with you just a couple updates, and then if you have any prayer requests for us, we'll be uh, certain to pray for them. You can let us know. But here's a couple updates in our community, though, that you'll want to know about. Storehouse continues to do home for now bags by appointment. So if you're struggling to make ends meet financially and you could use some help, we have a bag of groceries and essential items for you. You can make appointments at carneyefree.com slash shneeds. That's storehouse needs or call 308-455-3302. If you're in need here in the church, you're just lonely and you want to reach out and you'd like someone to, to be connecting with you on a weekly basis, we're interdependent and we want to be sure that we are connecting with you. We have teams of people who are doing that for folks who are shut in every single week and we'd love to put you on that list if you'd like you can call 308-237-5968 and get on that list here at the church or email John F at carneyefree.com and John Fowler will get you on that list. A couple of great live stream ministry opportunities coming up for you, ministry chances for your family. Tomorrow night, FX will be happening, all live stream. Family experience is an awesome time for uh, grammar school aged kids, elementary school aged kids, and middle school aged as well with their families to get together and have uh, skits and games and activities and a wonderful little Bible lesson as well, some songs. Fantastic time. I encourage you to tune in to carneyefree.com at 6 o'clock and you can tune in to that with your family. My boys and I love that on the first Wednesday of every month. So that's tomorrow night at 6 uh, p.m. No April Fool's joke there. That's legitimate. 6 p.m. tomorrow, carneyefree.com. Right after that, our youth group will be meeting 7 p.m. live streaming. Uh, Pastor Jordan will be leading at 7 p.m. for youth group. Also tomorrow uh, morning at 6 a.m., Men's Forge is happening. 6 a.m., Men's Forge. And uh, there's a Men's Forge link for uh, Carney E. Free Facebook Ministries. You can get found that at carneyefree.com or you can watch it on the Men's Ministry Facebook page uh, for Men's Forge tomorrow at 6 a.m. Brian Klein and his Men's Ministry Leadership Team will be leading us once again in that great gathering. Uh, all of our Sunday services are streamed live at carneyefree.com. I'd love for you to join us for any of those on Sunday morning as well. We'll be talking about those as the week uh, progresses. I uh, also want to just share with you on this weekday devotional a few community updates. One is Carney Public Schools has generously provided grab-and-go free sack lunch and breakfast for kids in need. So especially if you're on free and reduced lunch, your child's on free and reduced lunch, this is for you. And um, this is both of those meals provided by sack lunch. You just drive over to Bryant Elementary Central Elementary or Emerson Elementary between 11 o'clock and noon, Monday through Friday. It's for kids 18 and younger, and kids must be present to get the lunch and breakfast from Bryant, Central, and Emerson Elementary. So grateful that KPS is providing that for kids who are on free and reduced lunch. And I understand that even those who are not, who might have difficulty making ends meet right now because of a different financial portrait at this moment are welcome to join in that as well. If you're looking to volunteer here at Carnegie Free, again, Storehouse could use your help with those Home For Now bags. 
Call 308-455-3302 if you'd like to be a part of that. Or reach out to Jordan at CarneyEfree.com if you'd like to be a part of uh, phone calls to someone who's in assisted living uh, here in the coming weeks through our youth ministry. Both of those would be great ways to practice what we talked about today in the devotional. Okay, again, we'd like to pray over your prayer request. Do you have any prayer requests today? Any at all? Uh, please take a moment and write those in the comment section there on Facebook Live. Or if they're private and personal, you can uh, email those to prayer at carneyefree.com. You can include your name and number and we'll be sure to get back with you. Uh, but let us know how we can be praying for you here on this site and we're happy to do so. As I wrap up here today, let's take a moment. What we're trying to do each day when we gather from 12 to 1230 is pray over some uh, community or national or international need and then also pray for you related to the devotion. So if I may, I'm going to pray right now um, over you as it relates to the devotion that we just gave over your families. And then um, also I'd like to pray for those who have recently been um, laid, out, laid off their jobs or furloughed from their jobs. As you probably know, there are many in our own community of Kearney and the surrounding areas who've recently been furloughed or laid off, and that's painful. A few things are more painful than being laid off or let go of a position. And so we want to pray for hope for those individuals and families. Would you please join me now as we pray together? Father, we, uh, we thank you that we can gather together with this technology and enjoy some time in the scriptures together. We thank you for the beauty of Romans 12 and its powerful reminder to us to keep on loving one another with a brotherly love, to rejoice with those who rejoice, to mourn with those who mourn, without passing any judgment on one another, to find the way that you might give to us right now to express love and to practice hospitality. Help us, Lord, to live in these two wings of truth right now, that one, we protect ourselves and those around us, we exercise some caution, and yet at the same time, you call us to yourself, Lord Jesus, to make a difference in this world. And so there's probably someone that we're thinking about right now who's struggling financially, or is lonely, or maybe who is sick, that we can care for in some specific way, maybe do shopping for them, to reach out with them, reach out to them, to express love and show hope to them. This is the time for genuine Christianity to make a difference in our community, in our nation, in our world. I'm praying, God, that you would help us as real Christians to step up in this time of need. Father, help us to live Christianity well in this day. As Christ loved us, may we overflow with love for others. Thank you, God, that we can be different because of your great love pulsing through us toward others on this day. Father, I pray for the families of every person who's tuning in right now. Lord, would you protect them, protect their families from all illness, protect them emotionally and physically and financially. Thank you for their children. Thank you for their spouses. Thank you for their homes. Please protect each and every one of them as they seek to live for Christ in these days. Father, we do pray for those who are unemployed in our community. We know the city of Kearney has been hurt 
over the past few days. And God, we just mourn with those who have lost jobs. We mourn with those who have lost substantial financial income as they've had to go through rounds of uh, pay reductions. And they're asking, how is my family going to make ends meet? We pray, Lord God, you are our provider. Jehovah Jireh, our provider. Would you please provide for these individuals who have lost? Let them know that we are an interdependent community, that we seek to build one another up and help each other. And we thank you, Lord, for the government funds that have been made available through unemployment and also through the CARE Act. We do thank you for those funds. But also we're an interdependent community here in this church, and so we want to care for one another who have lost positions uh, let those people know that it's okay to ask for help. It's okay to give help, and it's also okay to ask for help in this time. But Father, would you please provide, according to your strong right hand and your great authority, would you provide all of the needs for everyone who might be hurting in our community, who might have lost jobs over these past days, and might um, be wondering how they're going to make ends meet. Father, you are the great provider. We trust in your sovereign authority. And even during lean times, we know that you will provide. You might not provide for all of our wants, but you do promise to provide for our needs. As Jesus said, seek first the kingdom of God and my righteousness, and I will take care of the basics for you. Father, please help us to seek you in this hour. Thank you now, Lord, for every person who's joined in to this video cast on Facebook. Pray your blessings on each and every one of them as they go about their days. We will be careful to give you all glory and praise. We give you our hearts, whatever's in them, whatever emotion we are experiencing today, we give them to you, and we thank you, Lord, for receiving our prayers. In Jesus' holy name, we pray together. Amen. Amen. Well, hey, thank you again for joining us for this uh, Facebook Workday devotional. We'll be back with you once again tomorrow on Wednesday from 12 to 12.30 as another pastor or ministry leader at Carney E. Free will be leading the way tomorrow. And uh, we look forward to joining with you tomorrow at noon. Thank you for joining us. We'll see you soon. May the Lord bless you and keep you.